episode 351, The Rant, Marty Schaffriller, part two, The Return. It's the holidays, and the beats and rhythms of the basketball season are as normal as it can be. Knocking on wood, we get together before the thick of the holidays to catch up, to discuss the evolution of the pandemic, his experience in refing the 21-22 season, and the strange nature of what normal is in officiating basketball. All that and more, my conversation with Marty, part two, the return now. Popping Flags has been brought to you by Long Island's premier youth flag football league, Legends U. Fall season begins 2021 in September. Sign up today at www.legendssu.com. Also, follow us on Instagram at LILegendsSU. This is for all ages, 4 and under to 18 under, boys and girls. Sign up as a team or a free agent. There'll be full game weekly highlight videos and also a lot of fun. Legends are, legends are not born. They are created. Welcome to another edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref, um, with a super special guest live in his, uh, what is it, man cave or something? Uh, we'll go man cave. Okay. Great man cave. I mean, it looks very nice. I, li I like the aesthetics of it. It's it's a beautiful place. I, I'm, I'm, it's my podcast studio right now, but I'm with somebody, uh, a dear friend of mine, Board 41 certified basketball official, part two, second time on the rant, Mr. Martin Shafrilla. How are you, my friend? Fist bumping Ralph, the ref. So happy to be back, my man. Uh, last time, you know, the sky was falling. Uh, last time we spoke and we didn't ref, but a lot of things have transpired. We're taping this on Wednesday, December 15th. Omicron is omnipresent all over the place. What's really weird is the drive coming here. You know, I'm starting to hear that some schools are going back remote. I'm even looking at ESPN.com and they're saying that there's a whole bunch of people in protocols and all of that. So I don't know if it's like a mixture of like how it was before, but now we're just kind of like trying to push it forward. Do you feel like that's what it, what it is right now? We're pushing forward? I definitely feel like we're pushing forward. What I'm worried about is how much forward are we going to go? Um... I, for one, want to move forward. I do want to push the envelope with that. That's no disrespect to everybody. Everybody has their feelings about mm -hmm. COVID and, and everything in general. And sometimes it's not a fun conversation to have. But I don't know. For me, I want to push forward. Uh, I think we got to live. We got to be safe. Yeah. Definitely got to be safe. Right. I think BOCES in Nassau County is doing a, the best job they can of trying to keep everybody safe. Um, is it ever going to work? No. No, this COVID's real. Yeah. We're going to get it. No matter what we do, we're going to get it. Mm -hmm. We can't close down businesses. My opinion. We can't go back to that. We can't. We I don't know, think we, I don't think it's possible. To I, there's like no way. There's no way. But it's scary. Mm. I think it was East Rockaway. I think they're virtual now for 
a month or maybe not a month, maybe about a week. Yeah. But that is scary. Yeah. Uh, no one wants to go back. To that. Right. You know, there's a big population in Nassau County that don't want to wear masks. Mm-hmm. They just don't. They don't want to wear them in the schools. They don't want their kids wearing them. They don't. I get it. I respect everybody's view on it. I do. Trust me. I might even lean that way. Mm. But that being said, let's all respect each other with it. You want to wear a mask? I get it. You don't want to wear a mask? I get it. Just respect it. We were at the post office the other day. Um, and the governor came down with uh, saying that they're going to have to wear a mask in places starting that Monday. And uh, I guess people at the post office started asking some of the customers to wear masks. There was almost a riot. Yeah, Ralph. I could see that. It was almost a riot. Yeah. And it was. It, it, I guess my thinking is, if I want to mail, if I want to get some stamps, I got to put my mask on. Yeah. If I don't want to put my mask on, I guess I don't get stamps. Right. It's kind of that simple. Yeah, I don't think, I try not to make it as difficult as possible because we talked off air about just, you know, my whole volleyball experience. I told you. Oh, I, congratulations, I, by the way, my man. You, man. That's a uh, bless, bro. That's good stuff. Yeah. Just, just another year, never going to be able to ref Calumbury. That's the way I look at it. <laughs> but, you know, I, I just look at it. It's, it's not, you, you can't really make it so philosophical. You just think of it as, do you want to do this or do you not want to do it? That's the way I look at it. So if you don't want a ref, then you can't, you know, maybe it's because I went to Catholic school. <laughs> and I'm just so used to just mandates in general. Listen, I was an altar boy, so I feel, I feel what you're saying. I didn't go to Catholic school, but I was an altar boy, yeah. so I feel you. So it's like if they're telling me to wear a uniform, I'm not going to say, well, this is an infringement on my freedom because like, I, I'm here and this is what I need to do. So I don't know. All I'll say is, you know, I think if, if anyone wants to just think about it and is thinking about all the ever-evolving differences, nuances, and changes in how, you know, one side of the country, I think all of us, we're trying to do the best that we can. And this, the virus has evolved for so long. It's been three years now. I mean, think about it. It's called COVID-19. It's going to be 2022. It's crazy. In two weeks. And it has no, it has no end in sight. No. And I also told you, you know, my prediction was four years. So I'm not too far off. And sure. people used to think I was crazy. Sure. I'm not crazy. Sure. So I'm just happy that we're back on the court. Let's start with that. So, you know, the season started um, earlier uh, in, you know, maybe late November. Uh, I'm sure that you're deeply ensconced in your your school season. How has that been? How has it, how has it been, especially compared to last year? Because last year was more truncated and it wasn't nearly the same as like, this is like the normal beats. Well, I'm on a text chain with uh, Chris Tranquina, Eddie Rosenthal, and Joe Gaskin. And we talk about it all the time. Like uh, last year was CYO. Mm. We were going to gyms, dressed, uh I, <laughs> Had a game. I don't know. It wasn't you, Ralph. I forgot who I was at Kellenberg. We were literally. Definitely wasn't me. We were. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely wasn't me. We were literally in the gym, sitting on desks as the team were walking up, tying our shoes, ready to go on a court. It was, again, it was a CYO feel. Mm. Early on this year, it's a little different. I'm able to go. They're able to give you a room. Uh, I'm, we're getting there earlier. We're going back to the room after. I'm able to undress. It's, it, it gives me more of a feel of wanting to be there. It gives me more of a feel of being a professional, you know? Um, so that's the big difference to me. So far, it's early. I've, uh, how many, I think I did about three or four BOCES games, and maybe I did a couple of uh, scrimmages for Cos, and I did a couple of Catholic games for Cos. So it's early on. But so far, I am pleased at the way we're being treated. Mm. Um, I think the officials are doing the right thing as far as the masks go. Uh, it's been drilled into our head by the board. It's been drilled into our head by BOCES that we need to wear those masks. Personally, I don't mind it. I'd rather not, but I don't mind it as much, but I get it. You're running in a hot gym with that mask on. It's tough, man. Yeah. It's tough. 
I can't imagine what the kids are going through because they're running a lot harder than we are. Right. Um, but it, these last few games, there's been fannies in the seats, which is great. You always want that atmosphere. Uh, it's been it's been great, but again, compared to last year, it's to me it was apples and oranges. Mm. I do want to go back to last year because you were able to come to my tournament, which I truly appreciate the New York High School Madness, and I truly feel like that's what really kickstarted everything. I mean, what do you think? You tell me what was your your experience doing that? So that was the first time I was on a court. Uh, not, Ralph, I don't remember what we were in max there. I don't remember yeah, we if were we, what we were. Yep. Okay, um, but that was the first time I got. A feel mm. of being on a court in a long time. With competitive games, too. One, competitive games. Two, you had some fannies in the seats. Mm-hmm. And three, it was just being back on the court. Yeah. And, and and I haven't been on a court in a long time. And when I was for that short little, little you know, bossy season, it was it was it just wasn't the same. It was just disjointed. That's the way I felt about it. It just, it again, and I hate using it because CYO is a great program, but it felt CYO. Mm. It felt just like... Hey, I'm going there with my, my, you know, I'm going there with my shorts on and I'm kind of just going, doing my game and I'm going to run out. You know, that's not, you know, you got <laughs> Trinity St. Anthony's. You're not going there with your shorts on, ready to run out of that gym. Mm. Now, going back to our interview, I remember both of us were longing to referee and just thinking about the opportunity. Now, fast forward four months. That's when the New York High School Madness thing happened. And then, you know, we had our truncated season as well. Um, you know, I definitely got a taste of it, but I definitely was out of shape. I was drinking oh. and smoking the whole time, so I wasn't even thinking about it. But, you know, I had, I, I don't know if I told you, but I had like a major bout with COVID. Lost all the weight, so now I look back to normal. And, <laughs> you know, I guess it, it's a good thing. Um, but I know for me, I mentally started getting ready this summer of saying like, okay, let's get back to normal. Let's, let's do that. Um, I wanted to talk about just the interim of, after we had the BOCE season, after we had the New York High School Madness season, I know for you, I talked about it off air of just saying like, you know, and we, and we talked about this of, you know, being home at six o'clock with your family, just being home all this time. And I know just like the country as a whole, a lot of people that are unemployed, they are very reluctant to go back into the workforce for whatever reason. And I think a lot of officials also fall under that boat. And it could be for whatever reason. Maybe they have somebody at risk at home. Maybe they don't feel comfortable themselves refing, or maybe they just don't feel like doing it anymore. Um, I feel like maybe my enthusiasm for it ended up increasing because of my lack of it, me being back in shape, me wanting to be sharp, and also me, my first year, you know, really having at it at Nassau County. Um, do you think that um, this time around you you felt like more motivated like to to have a good showing, or do you feel like your enthusiasm is a little different. I'm not going to say that you don't have enthusiasm for it because I obviously know that you do, but do you think that it's changed frequencies um, since last season and since we had all that time off? Well, I think you brought up a point that really resonates with me is that there are a few people out there, a few officials who are not deciding to work because they're saying, man, seven o'clock, seven thirty, I got to go to, you know, St. Dom's and I live on the uh, South Shore of Long Island. I just don't want to do that anymore. I just, I want to be home on Friday night. I want to be home with my family. I get it. Um, but that being said, I was ripping to go, Ralph. Uh, <laughs> you know, man, I just love officiating. I love being in big games. Uh, I love being around crowds. I love doing small games. I like working with the small kids. I love being out there. I'm a, you know, I can't play anymore. Not that I was playing. I was really playing. I was kind of just hack-a-shack. But I love the game of basketball. And for me to stay into it, is with officiating. I can't play anymore. Too old, too slow. 
I used to coach my son. I found out that wasn't for me. And then the, the officiating, it just, it, it kept that love of the game for me. So I never lost that drive. Um, maybe it's a little bit more now because it was taken away and we got the feel of it being taken mm-hmm. away, but it never wavered for me. Not, not, not a bit, not a mm. bit. Well, I will say that um, I, I feel like ever since November 30th, I've been on every day. Yeah. And you know what? I, shout out to Tommy Caramello who gave me the advice. I'm just opening up everything. I don't care. I'm just going to. I didn't know that they were going to give me a game every day. It's crazy. And it was kind of just like getting thrown to the fire, too. It's like I haven't really been officiating. And then all of a sudden it's like, well, uh, okay, what you, uh, you're, you're open on that Monday mm-hmm. in February. So we're going to give you a junior high game. And then maybe you could jump over there and do the JV. I get it. Bosey's got a job to do. They got to fill those spots. And with the less officials, you got to do it. Um, I love it. But I'm old, man. Mm-hmm. I, I need a day off every now and then. I'm off today. Yeah, and of course I- You're enjoying it too. Oh my God, I'm enjoying it big time. Uh, and then I go, what's today's Wednesday? I go Thursday, I go Friday, I go Saturday. Then I go rec league Sunday back in a rec league on Monday. And then I believe I'm, uh, I guess just Tuesday. That, so that's almost seven days in a row. Mm. Um, I love it. I'm going to give it my all. I'm going to go out there. I'm going to, no matter what game I'm at, I'm going to go out there and do my best I can. But damn, Ralph, 52, bro. Yeah. 52. I ain't in the shape you are. Well, now, I, last year you were better shape than me. But um, we're three weeks into the season. Do you feel like you are back to like the height of how you normally feel, like mid-season form? Uh, honestly, no. Um, I had yesterday what I had, Plainview JFK against St. Dom's. Mm. Um, great game. How great was, game. I was Plainview JFK. They're, they're going to be good. I got them they're against good. Baldwin. Well... It's gonna... funny though, they always play Baldwin tough for whatever reason. I'm sure. I haven't seen Baldwin yet, but I heard Darius is stacked. Listen, they're, n- they're, always they're stacked. ninth in Long Island, so, sure. yeah. you know. Um, Plainview's good. Plain, Plainview's good. Uh, they, they I think they're well coached. Around, right? they I'm sorry? The, they whipped the ball around? They whipped the ball around. They got a, a big who's, who's, who's nice. They got a little point guard who's like a spark plug. Um, they're, they're a good little team. And okay. and, I, and I think uh, a head coach over there does a good job with them, really does. Um, but... You know, I'm in the game. I'm working with uh, Chris Mangaluso, and uh, it's going back and forth. And it's a close game, and and, and we're invested. And we, you know, we got to stick together. And it's a four point game, and and it's the lead must have changed six or seven times in the fourth quarter alone. And I was feeling it. Mm. I was feeling it. I was I was getting winded at a point. There was one sequence where it was a bucket, run, steal, run, bucket, block, run. Man, the ball went out of bounds. I was like, oh god, blue ball. Take a break. Kind of went small, real slow after the ball to get it. And I felt my heart really going. Now, I gain weight. I get it. I've been out of the game a while. I get it. But I'm definitely I'm definitely not in midseason form. And I've done a ton of more scrimmages uh, for BOCES and even for cars than I have pretty much ever. Because mm. I knew. I said, I got to get back into this. Um, but I'm there. I, I, you know, I enjoy it. I wish I was... Five years ago, the shape I was in, coming in and working every day like I am now, it'd be a lot different. But listen, I love it, man. You yeah. get, get me out in there in a wheelchair, I'll uh, you know, I'll, I'll blow calls that way too. If All it good. makes you feel better, Hall, Hall of Fame Shaquille O'Neal used to round himself into shape, so by the time it was the, <laughs> the semifinals, he'd be ready to win another championship. Um, I, I did want to talk about the mass, so it, it's so interesting because everyone has like these little different types of masks and they have different t- tips and tricks. I, what I do is I use like the, the standard issue, the green 
whatever disposable ones that they have. And what I do is I'll take the whistle and I'll jut it all the way out. So that way I can kind of breathe. It works out for me. And I'm so used to talking with the whistle. So I kind of like lose a little bit of a decibel in terms of talking. So that's my tip. That's what I do. And I think it keeps me sane. I don't really think about it, but do you have any tips? Do you have any things that you do especially with with the mask? Uh, it's similar. At first I bought the uh, reusable mask, the Iabo one, and I felt it, uh, it was like heavy. You know, it was just gaudy on me. I, I didn't like it. And it had the, the, the beak one, right? Well, that yeah, one? and that one kind of looked a little. Yeah, it looked, uh, uh, what's, is this, a, this is like rated G, right? So <laughs> um, so I kind of got rid of that one. And like you, I use the disposable ones. I got them in black. So it, you know, fashion police, right? It matches my uh, my stripes. Um, I have a problem talking with the whistle in my mouth. So mm. I do have to not take my mask off, but I grab my mask with my whistle and kind of just let it lay. And then it's, you got to find it. And you know what? In a, in a way, it's kind of slowing me down. Mm. It's kind of like I'm going to the table, boom, 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 giving my stuff. And now I'm taking my time because I get that whistle back in my mouth. So I'm kind of controlling the game a little bit more. So, I, you know, at least that's what I'm telling myself. Mm. But that, again, the mask, what I, do I want to wear it? No, not refereeing. I don't want to wear it. I don't think it. anybody does. But- it is what it is. Yeah. I, I want a referee, so I'm going to wear it. If that one doesn't work, I'll find another mask that yeah. works. You know what I, I also think, too? I, I think that when we start seeing pictures of us of, like, you know, kids having it on their chin and then us wearing it as masters, us as a whole in the refereeing community, I just think it'll always be like a small slice of time where we'll always remember that. You know what I'm saying? We so were the mask police. It's kind of cool that it's like Yeah, that, I get it. I you get know? it. I get it. Small window, though. Make it a small window. You think so? I, I don't think so. I'm open. I'm open. I work at the schools. I do security at Plain Edge High School, and uh, they talk about it all the time. Who knows when these masks are going to stop in high school? Mm. I, I, I don't. I, I think it's indefinite. I really do. I, I don't see a, a time when they're going to tell you to take the mask off. Right. Like, I really don't. And I have nothing to back that up, but- they, they got to keep these kids safe, especially these little, you know, grammar school. And, and these kids are all over the place and they're wiping their nose and they got booger and they're touching each other, doing their thing. You know, they keep the mask on, mm -hmm. you know, you agree with it. You don't disagree with it. I'm not sure that's going away anytime soon. Yeah, I don't think so either, because yeah. it's going to transition to an endemic and then it'll be normalized like influenza. Yeah. Influenza <laughs> was the same thing. So it's going to be the same thing unless, you know, it becomes normalized and then it's uh, sure. Then, then it's like the flu. Right. Then it's, you know, but who knows, Ralph? Yeah. It's, it's again. And I think I said this the first time we spoke. I lived through 9-11. Uh, I was with the police department during 9-11. So I was down at ground zero. Um, I thought that was my story that I lived through that I was going to tell my grandkids one day. And then this happens. Yeah. And Your grandkids like, might be alive while this is still going yeah. on the way, the way this is going. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I did want to ask you about, you know, it's interesting that we, we talk about the shortage. And for me, like, it's good timing for me, right? It, you can look at it. You could take everything in perspective, right? So I'm looking at it as an opportunity. I spend so much time with my family. I enjoy head and parking. So now I'm back home. <laughs> and it's good for me because there's a lot, there's a shortage and, I'm filling in there and I'm making myself known and a lot of coaches are starting to get to know my face. And, you know, it's, it's a positive thing for me and it works for my schedule. I think when we talk about those shortages, those shortages existed before the pandemic. So, you know, I think to me, I'd like to use referee rant as, you know, uh, I think a vehicle that me and Marty are real people and we love basketball just as anybody else. 
It's just that we look at it in a different way. We don't play. We don't coach. But we're still involved in the game. And to me, I'll always say, you know, if I'm trying to convince somebody to referee, it's like the perfect parts of physical and mental. And you have to make snap decisions in real time that have grave consequences if you don't do well. Now, it's really hard to say that to a 20-year-old because if you tell this, like, in fact, to your daughter, right? Let's say your daughter and, and you're saying, like, it, it would be great because you can continue yourself in, in, in athletics and it's a great way to sharpen your mind. They're not thinking about that. They're thinking about how, how dad gets yelled at when, when you watch, you know? Like, think about when whenever you have a family member or a friend watch you, yeah, you got yelled at. This, is, this doesn't look fun. So how would you be able to convince somebody, especially with the shortage now, what do you think is a creative way to try to convince somebody, maybe a younger person, to start officiating? Well, it's it's a really good question. But when you talk about my son and my daughter, they won't come to my games. They mm. won't. They, uh, you know, I. They I, don't want to see daddy get. They don't want to see, and, and it's not even by, <laughs> not by the coaches, not by the kids. They're sitting next to the people, and the fans, and the things they say, and 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 you're getting it every way. You make a call, you don't make a call. You're getting it one way or the other, and uh, they don't come to my games anymore. Uh, mm. And you know, my son's 23, my daughter's 20. It's not like they're, they're kids. They just they, they don't like it. They don't like that I get screamed at. And you know why? They, this guy doesn't know what he's saying. He doesn't know. It's all, it's all part of the game. And it's baby. only 10 percent of the yeah, like what it's, what always, it's about. Yeah, it's but they're the, 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 the loudest, the yeah. loudest, the loudest guys there. It's not the guy cheering for his son who hits a three. It's the guy that when I didn't call the block, uh, you know, I called it a charge and a block and uh, uh, uh. But to get these young kids going. Yes, man, Ralph, you're right. It, it, it's tough. And I think you got, well, so the Big Brothers program, mm -hmm. we're in a little bit of a, uh, I don't want to say pickle, but we're kind of kind of in a stalemate. Um, we don't have the top 100 anymore, or at least we haven't for the last few years. Um, pandemic related, but we don't have that. So that took, get, put a step back for us. We do have BOCES paying some of our veteran officials. Uh they give us a certain amount of games. We get to pick a certain amount of officials, young, junior high, JV officials, and we send these guys out to critique them. They can report back to BOCES and tell them what they have. And they're actually paying these guys. So what that's telling me is that BOCES is investing money and time into getting the best product on the court. So I think my one of my selling points to a young official, it's not the... It's not so much the boys club where, hey, who's, who's going to get moved up? This guy, why this guy got bumped? Why that guy get bumped? Well, all of a sudden this guy got bumped and I'm better than him. And now we have Bosey saying, we don't care about all that. We want veteran officials to go out, critique some guys. And if they say they're good enough, we're going to take a look at them. And maybe they'll get a bump. I'm not going to get into the whole rating system. I don't have an answer for the rating system. It, it works for some. It doesn't work for others. People call it a popularity contest, blah, blah, blah. I don't like it either, but I don't have a solution. This is helping that solution. So if I could tell younger officials, hey, you come in, you like what you're doing, you want to move up in high school basketball, or you know what, even to that next level, we're trying as a board, and BOCES is trying, to make it easier, and eh, not so much easier, but trying to make it fairer for guys to get to where they're supposed to be. So I would tell a young guy, come and do it. Well, first of all, like I would tell my son when he was 18. It's so much money. Like what, I what, go, are, you, Jack, what are you doing? Do you want to bag groceries or do you want to run up and down a basketball court with fourth graders? 
And you know, I, it's just you're in. I just don't get it. I know. Um, it's the greatest way to make a little extra cash. It is scary though. Like it's scary in the beginning. It, it, sure. Oh no! Listen, I remember the first time I officiated. I'm yeah. standing on. I was doing a. You know, obviously, I was doing a scrimmage, and I'm standing on the baseline, and here comes the ball trickling out of bounds, and I kind of just watched it go out of bounds, and I looked up at everybody, and everybody looked at me. And I said, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and then someone came over to me, probably Landolfi. Hey, you better blow the whistle. You blow the whistle and point. And I was like, oh, God, this is this is not fun. This is not fun at all. But, you know, it's like anything else, man. It's, you know, I'm still learning. 20, it'll be 25 years, Ralph. Ralph, mm. in 25 years. Unbelievable. I'm still learning. I'm still picking things up. But you get past that scary part of it. It's a great way, man. You, you, you stay in some sort of shape. If you love the game, it's great. Making good money, you can stay busy with basketball year round. That's yeah. what you know. It's, it's not like football. The football guys, they got to kind of pick and choose. You can stay busy with basketball. Long Island. You could stay busy year round with basketball. You could hustle. You could hustle. Yeah. And I'm hoping we're making it again. Maybe fair is not the best word to use, but fairer to get to where you're supposed to be. Mm. So a good official on a lower level. And you know it, Ralph. We see guys there on a lower level and you're like, man, this guy's good. Why is it? How yeah, that, was, it? that was me for a while. That, am I, but you know what yeah, I'm saying? I do. And, and it's like, and then you why not get moved up? Well, your number's just not there. Well, why? I mean, because I, you know, he, the coach lost a two-point game and he's going to take it out on me. And I'm not saying that's what they do, but it, it's just not a great system. Mm. We're trying to make it a little easier. Yeah. For guys to get who 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 deserve to get to the next level, to get yeah. to the next level. So, and I'll just piggyback what you're saying. I mean, to me, this is the closest you can get to legal drug money, right? I mean, <laughs> let's be real. Hey, well, now you remember, I'm a lot older than you. When I started doing all this stuff, they were cash games. Yeah, all cash games. Mm. There's a few out there, but it's mostly mostly like and CYO was like the biggest one. They were always cash, cash, cash. cash. So you, you must go there. Doing CYO oh, all over the great. place. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, you know, the real world started and now everybody's playing by check, check and you're getting, you know, your tax time and this and it's still great money. Mm -hmm. But it used to be cash games, man. You used to walk out there with green in your pocket. It was a nice feeling. So that part of the world has changed. So I, again, I don't know why kids wouldn't want to, not kids, younger guys and gals wouldn't want to get into this. Mm -hmm. um, and, and maybe we're just too sensitive as a society. Maybe. Maybe guys just don't want to get yelled at. Yeah. And I don't want to get yelled at, but you know what? It's part of the game. You got to know that going in. You, you, you're going to get yelled at, right, wrong, or indifferent. Yeah. You know, and maybe maybe certain generations don't want to get yelled at. Well, think about it this way. You know when you go to McDonald's and you're in a pinch and you're just like, I need something really quick. I love know? McDonald's. Okay. So you go to McDonald's and you clearly see that it's somebody's first day. Yeah. And then they got the manager. They're going like, "Oh no, you just have to press this, press this." That'll be four eighty nine. You have no idea how to handle it. So they <laughs> register opens. Yeah, it's not like that when you ref. <laughs> no, yeah. Because your first game, <laughs> no one cares. There's no manager <laughs> with the with the POS system that can just help you with the register. You're you're there and you're messing up their game right uh, now, and that's <laughs> you know that's 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 just a difficult situation. hundred percent. If you think about it, sometimes a referee's career. Just the fork in the road situation is like, what's their first experience like? Their first experience could be terrible. It could be to the point where it's like, this has made me sick to my stomach. This is not worth fifty dollars. Sure, you know. So I, get you. I would like just to implore people that just remember, this is one of the few professions where you have to be one hundred percent when your skill might be at five percent. Sure, and you just have to keep faking it until it's ten percent, and then it's fifteen, and then eventually 
the more you know, the more confident you will become, and then it won't be as bad. It sure. just won't be as bad. It, it won't, and I think, guys, you got to go through the mud. you got to go through the, the, the growing pains of it because everybody does. No yeah. one goes out there and, you know, wow, that guy's great. Well, that was his first game. No, it, it doesn't happen. You're making mistakes left and right. You're mm. not seeing the game the way a veteran guy would. Uh, some guys pick it up a lot quicker. Um, but, yeah, you just got to know going in that this isn't going to be easy. I'm going to take my lumps. I'm going to learn. If you want to learn, you can go out there and just keep working. That's the best way to do it, right? Mm -hmm. Hands on. And then eventually it'll, I don't want to say it'll become second nature, but you'll know, you'll know how to referee certain games. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying, Ralph? There's certain games you got to referee one way because if you don't, you're going to have a hard time. And there's other games, let them play through. You hear that all the time with officials. I let them play through it. Let them play through it. Certain games, you can't do that. Yeah. Coaches don't want it. The players don't want it. You got to know how to adjust a little bit. You got to know how to adjust to one to keep the flow of the game going and two to stay out of harm's way. Yeah. You know, um, it's tough. It's not as easy as, Hey, the guy went to the basket, got hit. It's a foul. It, it, it's not that way. Who yeah. drew contact? You know, it, it, there's just a lot of variables to it. Right. And I think people in the stands, one, they're looking through rose colored colored glasses, right? They, you know, little sparky is going to the basket you know, he gets breathed on, that's foul. That's Sparky, man. He's got to go to college. You know, he's going to be an NBA player. Right. And then there's the reality of, well, who drew contact? You know, what to, or what are you doing? Are you letting him play? What's going on? The reality, too. And, and listen, I'm going to give out a secret. Maybe the coaches don't notice. You kind of got to see what your partner's doing, too. You got to be on the same page. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's I like, you know, one on one end. Uh, can't really blow it on the other. Right. So uh, there's a lot more to just, oh, we got fouled. It's... It's not that easy. Yeah, yeah. It's, but, it's but, but, bit. but, take your lumps. Know you're going to take your lumps. Mm. And it, to me, it was worth it. And I took my, Ralphie, I took my lumps. Oh, I know. I'm still taking my lumps. My we first, all do. My first varsity game, I'm telling you, I went home, I looked in the mirror, I said, what am I doing? <laughs> I said, I, I am, I'm going to call Jay Gallagher and I'm going back to junior high because this is crazy. This is nuts. I had people screaming at me, coaches, this. My partner was giving tease. I was like, well, I, I didn't know what was going on. It wasn't worth the extra 20 bucks. Would, no. <laughs> That's what they tell you in junior high. It's not worth this one extra $20 for the head. But I took my lumps. And again, I still take my lumps now and then. And you learn. And you go through it. I Maybe I'm biased. I love it. Ralph, I'm like you. Yeah. I just love it. I enjoy it so much. If I can articulate what you're saying, I think, technically speaking, if somebody isn't a referee, the way I can describe it is like, there's so many different ways to ref. One way you can kind of skin the cat is that you have to imp implore your referee, I guess, authority when it's it's um, high intensity and low skill. That's when you have to get in there. If it's high intensity, high skill, which is our favorite, mm -hmm. you just let them play. Absolutely. Right? But and, they, and they want that. If it's low skill, low intensity, we probably don't have to do that much. Yeah. But- those are always like yeah. the, the toughest games, the the high intensity, low skill. Yes. Because and, we're, and, we're like skipping steps that you, you, you don't, you need to know the root, rudimentary yeah. parts of basketball. It, you're hundred percent because when you have those really, really talented teams and they're playing at a high level, that's how they want it officiated. They don't want whistles every 10 seconds. They, they want to play. They want to run through things. They have body control. They can get to the bucket. They can take some contact. They don't want it. They want to go through and they want to play through that contact. Those guys want it. They have the body control to do it. Other guys on other levels, younger, they don't have that control. They don't have that control of their bodies. Coaches are going to want the whistle on those. Sometimes as an official, you have to adjust to that. Mm. And it's it, that's 
that takes time. That's tough. Yeah. That takes time. Yeah. But uh, hey, again, young guys, man, get into the game, guys and girls. We need some of it. We need, we need officials. We need good officials. Mm -hmm. Have some fun, make some money. Another thing I wanted to ask you is that I think the pandemic has really, there's certain things that, um, that we don't do anymore that we might miss. And then there might be other hidden benefits, unintended consequences where it might be beneficial now. Do you find anything that you miss from before the pandemic, how things were? Obviously it was not wearing a mask is, is ideal. <laughs> uh, but is there anything that you find as a benefit because of the pandemic? I uh, haven't gotten a flu. Uh, haven't really gotten sick. Be and again, I think we spoke about this. I got sick right before, uh, I guess it was the Big East tournament. I forget who was playing and they got pulled off at halftime. I got sick a week before that where COVID was a thing, obviously, but it wasn't really a yeah, thing. It wasn't, it wasn't, uh, what it is. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I remember telling people, man, I've never been so sick in my whole life. I've never been, never been so sick. And then COVID hit. I, I haven't knock on wood been sick. I haven't had cold. I haven't had anything yet. I don't think it's real. I don't think it's uh, a coincidence. I think it's, I'm wearing a mask all the time and it's helping me stay healthy. That being said, I'm confident in my immune system. I don't want to wear the mask all the time. I don't. I hope one day we never have to wear the mask again. I'm a big proponent of it, but I don't miss getting sick, dude. I, I'll tell you that. And I really haven't. And I have to give the credit to the mask, mm. you know? Mm. That's that's a good way to put yeah. it. So um, the season is still young and, you know, I'm still holding out hope that maybe we'll have a playoff game in BOCES or maybe we have a game. I can't Kaz. believe I didn't get one Kaz or BOCES game with, you, with all the games that we have. It's it's still early, though. Yeah. It's still early. Yeah. But I, I always know. like seeing you on a Kaz level. Yeah, me I too. always like that's uh, always a lot of fun. Yeah, enjoyable. Enjoyable. Long Island iced it's, teas. Yeah. And <laughs> <laughs> um, if you had to pinpoint like at least your favorite moment thus far in this season? Oh man, just, uh, it was first game. My first game, it was uh Trinity against, I think it was St. Michael's of Buffalo. And it was just in the locker room, my partners, um, pregame. It also matters that it was like November and December because it felt yes. weird before. Yes. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. It's just, it wasn't, you know, it, we're like, we're in February yeah, and we have like, uh, you know, non-league games or right. whatever. Um, two, Trinity's good. Trinity's loaded. And this team from uh, Buffalo was really good. Great game. Fanny's in the seats. I'm like, where is back is back is going to be for now. Um, and every game I've done after and every scrimmage I've done after has been similar. It's been um, high intensity. I think the kids are, you know, they're, they're ready to go. They're, they're ripping their skin out, ready to play. Um, but just me getting back on the court in those types of, even yesterday at Plainview JFK, had a great crowd, mm. great crowd. Getting back into that, you suck, Graf Maya, you blow it. You I love it. You miss it. I love it. it. I miss <laughs> it. I miss it. My girlfriend, she yells at me like that all the time. Uh -huh. It's just not the same, no. That's awesome, man. That's awesome. If, if I can just share my best moment thus far, because I really want to highlight this. Um, so last Sunday, uh, this past Sunday, we're taping this on December 15th on a Wednesday. Last Sunday, they were, um, I was fortunate to be in the building at Uniondale High School when they had the JoJo Wright uh, tournament. I did the first game on the Sunday. It was uh, Lindbrook versus Oceanside. But, you know, as I told you before, uh, coach Tommy Diana, who's a Hall of Fame coach in at Uniondale High School. It's like a fork in the road because I was supposed to go to Uniondale, but my parents didn't want me to go there, so I ended up going to Gallenberg. 
ended up not seeing uh, Tommy for a very long time up until he started yelling at me when I had one of my first varsity <laughs> games. But, you know, we shared a moment in the locker room when it was halftime during my game because he finally came in and he, he, he looked at me and I felt like he was about to cry. He gave me a big hug and he says, you know, this is a very emotional day for me. And I knew because, you know, we are retiring somebody who in, in my community, Jojo Wright is somebody that, you know, we, he's a hero. He's a hero from where I'm from. Um, you know, I was able to ref him when he was in eighth grade. He scored 36 points. I knew that the sky was a limit for him, you know, potential wise. Um, so I know how hard, and this is something that unfortunately, you know, coach Diana has been through before like this, the things like this kind of happen around where we're from, but this probably was the hardest one for him. So to just, you know, be able to go back to the school that I was supposed to go to, to see my gym teacher and for him to give me that hug. You know, even that after he shared a moment with me and he said, you know, don't think I don't listen to you because I do. And that meant the world to me. That meant the world to me. So, you know, shout out to Coach Diana. You know, JoJo will always forever be in our hearts. And it was, you know, such a great atmosphere and event. And they were able to retire his jersey afterwards. So Wow, that's that's great. I actually had the uh, Saturday, the Saturday noon game, uh, Southside Calhoun. um, They did it. Uniondale did a great job. Great job setting that up. yeah, it's sad, man. Yeah, super sad, man. But we'll leave some more meat on the bones for part three. Hopefully, ah. by the next time, <laughs> I'll have a game with you uh, this Definitely. season. Definitely, we will, we will, we Any will. final words you want to say before uh, we Just, man, so, so happy to be back to all my fellow officials and everybody out there. Please be safe. Be smart. Be safe. Um, we'll get through it. Yeah. We'll get through it. We're strong. Yeah. We're the USA, brother. <laughs> We'll see what happens. Marty Shafrilla. Ralphie, thank you so much, man. Ralph the ref. This is The Rant. We are out. Peace.